When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ramble. Hey everyone, we've decided that we aren't going to discuss the ongoing situation at Second Try at this time, and we would appreciate your patience as we navigate this. Thanks for listening, and please enjoy this pre-recorded episode of You Can Sit With Us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I am joined by your host, Becky. Hi. My name is Maggie. Sorry about not introducing myself. I am also joined by Matthew. Hello. All right. We got Rainy. Howdy. And we got Miles. Love of Here we are. We are very excited to be here with you guys this morning. We have a very exciting episode for you today. We are doing audience questions. So, oh my gosh, I don't have that. I don't have them pulled up. Here we go. So the we're just going to get right into it. We love it. getting questions. Please keep submitting questions. Yes. Yeah. I love hearing follow-up on our advice as well. So if you have sent a question and heard answer, we'd love to hear like... How did it turn how out? Did it, what how happened did it to out? your roommate? Or what happened to that friend, sister, brother? You know, we've needed yeah. clarification before. Yeah. It's sometimes hard to get all the information all in one area. But here we go. We have who's the asshole parking edition. Mm. Hello, oh you can sit with us, ladies, Miles and Rainy and Matt. First of all, you guys brighten my Tuesdays and I'm so grateful to sit with y'all. My problem is I recently went to a cute little wine store down the street. It has pretty. It has a pretty small parking lot with four spots. The lot was empty and I was kind of in a rush, so I parked a little over the line. Granted, it wasn't that far over the line, but I digress. When I came out, all the spots were full, including the one next to me. On my windshield, there was a sign that said, thanks for parking so close, period. Next time, leave a can opener so I can get my car out. Assholes like you should take the bus. And it even had a drawing of Mickey Mouse flipping me off. Wow, creative. <laughs> but what's really crazy effort, is... <laughs> But what's really crazy is I recognize the car next to me. It's my roommate's boyfriend's car. Ooh. I never liked him, and I can't believe he's one of those people who leaves me notes on cars. So my question is, how petty should I be with this? Should I confront him, leave it in a drawer, wait, leave it in a drawer in our bathroom for him to find, or should I just let it go and pretend I don't know anything? Thanks. I have the perfect idea. Becky, go for it. A perfect idea. My my plan is when they go petty, you go pettier. <laughs> and so what I would do is perfect, I right, would perfect. wait until my roommate told me that her boyfriend was coming over. And when he came over, I would take my car and I would double park him in. <laughs> I love how petty you are. And then maybe I would leave some sort of like Mickey Mouse stickers around the house so he could see and no, know that I was always watching. on his car with a can opener. Yeah. Ooh. I'd leave a can opener under his pillow. Oh, <laughs> Um, yeah, that's what I think she should do. I think that's hilarious. I think the can opener <laughs> could escalate very under quickly. the pillow Things is very funny. Escalate. Things could escalate. But no, for real, 
I don't know. You guys leave notes on cars? Are I've you? never no, done that. I've never left. I don't a note have time for that. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding? Someone has that much time. They need to. They need more yeah. things in life. To I do. also don't keep pens <clears throat> and like a notepad in my car. Like no. It I seems don't. like they he's drew a picture. A lot of like that's a lot of effort. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you're going to a wine shop. Like I can understand if it was like I don't know somewhere where you don't where you spend like a good amount of time and there's not a lot of parking spots. It's, it's not that deep. It's okay. No. I also think you never know what's going on with people. Like maybe that person going to the wine shop just lost their entire family in a horrible fire Mm. and they just need a bottle of wine to relax. Yeah. Like you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Why why make their their day worse? Did you, did you park your car? Yes. That sucks. Also a lot of times you have to park your car a certain way because of other cars that are there. Yeah. So like most people aren't trying to double park or, you know, park (laughs) over the line, but they're forced to do that because the person who was in your spot before you, you know, yeah. is in your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. So you can't get that mad at people. What do we think? Is also, she- is she sure that it's actually his car? Like, is it just the same make and model or is it actually his car? Like, did she see him there? You she know seems I mean? like she's pretty sure. It, she said she recognized it, Matt. Yeah. If it Why was are you me, trying to undermine her, man? Well, no, because if it was me in the moment, <laughs> I would have been like, oh, that was him. That's his car. He just left this note for me. I would say, thanks, Todd, and put it back on his car. <gasps> That's pretty good. You know? So it kind of like calls him out in the moment when he comes back to his car and he's like, oh my God, someone, I just did this is someone I know. Yeah. You know, hopefully help him self-reflect. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You could also like at dinner one night with the roommate tell the story about how like a psycho put <laughs> a note on your car and they were even delusional enough to put a Mickey Mouse thing on it. What kind of sad person has that much time on their hands? To draw What kind of sad man with a tiny dick does that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's how I would handle it, you know? Yeah. I think that's pretty funny. I I like the can opener underneath the pillow still. I think that's like my number one boat. (laughs) But But now it's too late. Like what does she do now? I feel like it's been too much time. Do we think she's the asshole for being upset with it or? Oh, this is who's the asshole. She's not asking, am I the asshole? Oh, just who's the asshole? He's an asshole. Mm. Yeah. Right. Definitely him. But also you don't know what type of day he was having. Not that he was right in calling you out. So then like what, what are going to be the impact of your actions? You know, I will say the one, I get about it is she said there were four parking spots and the lot was empty. So I think in that instance, if you notice you parked over the line, it would be be polite to repark. And it seems like it wouldn't be that difficult to repark since there are no other cars in the driveway. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't think she's an asshole for parking poorly. No, but she maybe was a little rushed to get Mm -hmm. inside. Yeah. But he's definitely an asshole <laughs> who yeah. writes on someone's car and draws a picture. Yeah. yeah. So much commitment. Yeah. Oh, question. question number two. Take it away, <clears throat> Bex. All right, guys. Hello to the pod. This one's about boobies. Woo! Hello to the pod. I love listening to y'all and hearing your opinions. I have a tricky situation. Mm, I'm getting a breast dog. (laughs) I'm getting a breast dog. (laughs) Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Well, it's a tricky situation. She's getting a boob job. Trick or treat. Oh, said I'm getting a breast augmentation in a few weeks. Yay. I was casually dating a few guys just for fun with a plan to politely ghost them as my surgery date approached. (laughs) Politely. (laughs) I love an honest queen. 
The good and bad news is I'm really starting to like one of the guys. He and I have hooked up, so he's seen me topless. We've only been on three dates and text every day. I'm a private person, so I didn't want to share with the guys I date, hence the plan to politely ghost. But I actually would like to keep dating him. It seems weird to disappear for weeks for recovery and suddenly go from an A to a C cup, but also feel feels uncomfortable sharing something so personal with a guy I'm just starting to get to know. Would love to hear your thoughts. Hmm. Eat trick or treat. <laughs> oh my god, Matthew. Matthew, what are we gonna do with you? <laughs> I think your titties are your titties. Yeah. And whatever you want to do with them is your business. Is your business. And if you wanna keep dating the guy and not ghost him for a couple weeks, just tell him you're getting a breast augmentation. Yeah, and if he be if he's a weirdo about it, then you can continue with the plan to ghost him. And if he's not, then hopefully he's cool and he brings you some ice cream and helps you yeah. kind of yeah. like heal. Because you'll be texting and all that stuff. And I think it's like good to know at the beginning of a relationship too, like she's getting the breast augmentation regardless of this like person's what he opinion. Yeah. So like if he's not okay with it now, then what's the point? Yeah. You're waste, don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, I agree. Tell him. Tell him. Yeah. yeah. Tell him. I think people have shared lots of far too personal things with me. I mean, like the second time meeting them. So most, yeah, I, mean, I think every, it's chill. Most yeah. people in this lady's life are going to know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just by seeing her, mm-hmm. yeah. her new, her new boob job, you know? Yeah. Good luck. Tell him. Good luck. Yeah, I thought like that was actually like pretty straightforward. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. We think you should just be honest yeah. with him. And if you really like him, tell him what's going on and, if he reacts well, that's amazing. If he reacts like a shitty dude, then he was a shitty dude to begin with. Yeah. Then you don't deserve that. Cool. We are flying. We are just like. This one, I got wisdom, promoted. Full of wisdom today. Into the job my oldest friend wanted. Oh. Oh, no. <sighs> the drama. Hi, guys. <clears throat> Love the pod and all the wonderful advice you guys give. A little backstory. My oldest friend, female 24, got me, female 24, an interview at a retail store. She was an assistant manager at a couple months before Christmas of 2021. I started as a casual, but due to a lot of moves that happened around Christmas time, she was quickly moved to be be an assistant manager at another store. Recently, the position of assistant assistant manager opened up at my store, and I was my manager's go-to for the position. Mm. I've been working both weekend days and putting my all into the store ever since I started. Mm -hmm. So I was over the moon to get this opportunity. However, my friend has been struggling a lot at this store she was moved to and mentioned a couple of times in passing that once the position of assistant manager became available again at my store, she would like to come back. After I was offered and I accepted the job, I gave her a courtesy to call. I gave her a courtesy call that I got the job and that she was, of course, very excited for me. But since then has been saying things in passing like the company failed her by not transferring her back. Mm. This has made me feel a good amount of subconscious guilt and worthlessness that I don't deserve my promotion. So my question is, how do I cope with these feelings moving on? My friend and I have had open discussions about how awkward this situation is, but she thanked me for understanding. She was disappointed. She couldn't come back to our lovely store, and she even sent me congratulations flowers. What is Kinkit? out of this guilty rut. Thanks in advance. And again, love you guys from one excited yet guilty new assistant manager. Oh, little angel. I mean, 
Basically, everything was out of her control. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like she promoted, she chose herself. Right. Yeah. And I think the way she talked about they've already had like open communication about the issue. I think maybe they just need to have an open communication about like the passive comments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like maybe the next time she hears one of them in the moment while it's hard to catch things like that. Right. But if your friend says something in the moment that upsets you, just stopping them and saying, hey, is there... Did I do something to make you mad? Because that it seems like you have sort of a passive aggressive tone with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you okay? Am I okay? Are we okay? Yeah. All right, hoes. Oh wait, Maggie, you want to read this one? Hoes. Have you ever felt I like that at work though? Like that someone's taken something from you mm. in like a work environment? No. I kind of work in a. It's kind of weird. In a no, I haven't felt yeah. that at work. No. Me neither. I feel yeah. like I've just never cared that much. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> never been like, oh, dang. I mean, I've always looked I at really it as you're competing with this. yourself, not the people. Yeah. Around, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like a good way to approach work. Mm-hmm. I think it's healthy. Yeah. Oh, no. You know what I did? I didn't get mad at a friend, but I did get mad at the company. This shitty store that I worked for accidentally sent a different person's offer letter to all of us by oh. accident. To all of you? To all of us. Woo. And she was making like $6 an hour more than the rest of us. That's significant. With less, like almost zero experience in like cosmetics. What? And people were like, I mean, shortly after I did quit, like probably like two or three months after, but there were people who like, like we had to go like talk to HR and wow. also be like, um, this was super inappropriate that any of us got yeah. this email. Yeah. But it did create a lot of animosity when this poor girl first started. Cause like, right. She advocated for the price that, or the pay that she wanted. Yeah. It's not her fault that she got paid more than the rest of us. Right. Yeah. But I remember that was. Did really, anyone else get a raise because of that situation or no? We did all get, I think, a $2 raise in the immediate as like a, okay, you're right, you should be getting more. And I want to say they took her pay down, or at least that's what they told us they did. I bet mm. they did. It's hard to take someone's pay away. Yeah. It's also like the company tried to pull, like, and for any like young people out there listening, every company you work for will encourage you to not talk about what you get paid because it's considered bad for the workplace. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk about what you get paid with people at your company, a thousand percent. Mm -hmm. It is illegal for an employer to tell you not to do that. um, But that is the only way that you're going to make sure that you're getting paired fairly and compensated fairly compared to your male coworkers, to other people that have been hired later than you have. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Yeah. And there are like websites and stuff out there, like Glassdoor and stuff. Yes. Always yeah. look at Glassdoor. People can like self-reports what yeah. they're making, which people are pretty honest. And they're in like yeah. fishbowl and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Am I moving on too quickly? Hello, ladies and Matt. First off, I want to say how much I genuinely love you all. Listening to you guys is the best start of my day. Sorry, there's like periods there. (laughs) My name is Brooke and I'm 16, 17 in two days. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Uh, Senior in high school. I recently just broke up with my boyfriend. We had only been together eight months, but in teenager years, that felt like a whole lifetime. That's pretty good. That's all. Yeah. Distance. Yeah. Yeah. He has just moved him with him because my best friend is his cousin. For the sake of the story, we'll call him Bruno. Yeah. 
We he and don't I talk were about Bruno. No. We don't talk about <laughs> Bruno. He he and I were introduced by my best friend. He had just moved in with him because my best friend is his cousin. It was no secret that he was a huge player, but I instantly felt for him and vice versa. Bruno was my first real boyfriend and knew he made me so happy until he didn't. And around mid-June, I was admitted to the hospital with kidney failure for a uh, week. Ugh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A teenager with kidney failure. I, I know. Everything is fine for Poor now. Baby. By the way, don't worry. He did come visit. He didn't come and visit me once. He didn't even acknowledge I was there until four days after I was admitted. <gasps> when I got out, I wanted to have a conversation with him about it, but he kept blowing me off. Eventually, I just called him, even though I desperately wanted to have the conversation in person and basically told him how I was a little annoyed that it seemed like he didn't care. He said he would try to do better. Nothing changed. I sucked it up for another month and a half, convinced myself that I still was in love with him and he was my world. It, um, it ultimately got to a point where it was so mm. bad I couldn't ignore it anymore. I had to face the reality that maybe our relationship wasn't working. I hadn't been happy in a long time. I felt happier without him. I felt happier without him than with him. So I broke up with him in mid-August. And yes, it's hard, but I still care about him. That being said, I started a new high school for senior year. Stupid idea, I know. Homecoming is coming up and I want to go so badly. I've only been I've only ever been at a small little charter school, so I've never been able to have the traditional high school experience. I know no one there. I know no one there yet, so I knew if I didn't ask someone, I wouldn't have a date. I was planning on asking Bruno, but obviously those plans don't exactly work anymore, so I decided to ask a kid from a different mm. high school. We took an, an early morning class. This is like the Odyssey. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We love you, baby girl. This is, this is. I know. This is an essay. Yeah. <laughs> we took an early morning class together, and I really liked his vibe. We sat next to each other and exchanged numbers for a project. Well, I asked him to homecoming, and he said yes. Since I asked him, we have been texting every single day all the time, and I think I'm starting to develop feelings for him. We have a date coming up soon, but why does part of me feel guilty? Am I moving on too quickly? I hadn't been, I hadn't been happy in my relationship with Bruno for a while, and I miss the playfulness of flirting. The kid from my early morning class is so easy to talk to and makes me laugh all the time. He's so funny and kind, and I love to hear all the things he tells me about from his day. I look forward to when he just texts me. I don't know. I can't figure out if I should slow down and quote unquote mourn the relationship or just have fun with this kid who I've really hit it off with. Anyway, sorry for that being a little long. I just wanted to wanted you to have all the details. Thanks so much for reading. Love you guys. Brooke. Move on, Brooke. Brooke. If it's you're all having good, fun. Girl. Yeah. Don't overthink it if you're having fun. You're young. Yeah. You're, you're in young. high school. You have the world ahead of you. Yeah. If someone is being kind to you and you're enjoying their company, you should absolutely do whatever feels right to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, you feeling guilty about that past relationship, like you were probably feeling more about the relationship than your shitty ex-boyfriend is feeling Mm -hmm. about you. Mm -hmm. So don't let him take up your brain space. Because he wasn't. It's not worth the time. Yeah. I mean, if he wouldn't even come visit you in the hospital... When you're having a medical issue. Like a serious medical issue. Kidney failure. Maggie, what happens with kidney failure? It's not fun. It can be like onset by a variety of different things, but it's not great. And you could, if it gets too serious, you could need dialysis. But it's basically when your body can't filter your toxins. Right. Yeah. It's not It's a toxic world. 
Yeah. Toxic, 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 toxic world. world. So you're like, your body hurts. You're probably You're swollen. Sick. You're sick. Your labs are kind of all over the place. Your electrolytes are kind of all over the place. No energy, you're then. admitted for quite a bit while they try to figure out what's causing the kidney failure. Mm. Um, Especially for a 16-year-old. Yeah. So I'm glad that everything is okay and you're on the mend. But yeah, you deserve to have fun. Yeah. And yeah. feel good. He's not worth it. He obviously has his own stuff he needs to work through and he's not... A viable partner. Yeah. We don't talk about Bruno. No. No. That's why we don't, we talk don't about think about Bruno. Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was our wedding day. We were getting married and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. No, no clouds, in clouds in the sky. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that was literally the best. All right, guys, this is how and if I should ask a high school hottie to homecoming. Hottie. A lot of ages there. Homecoming season. Hi, guys. Let me start off by saying I love your podcast. I listen all the time, and it's like having four extra moms always there to give thoughtful advice. Sorry, Matt. (laughs) Yeah. I've actually always wanted to email, but have never had a problem, a big problem until now. So here it is. I'm a high school sophomore gearing up for homecoming for her homecoming dance. I'm doing great in all my classes and am generally super happy. Also, girl, you have wonderful grammar. Your punctuation is out of control for a high schooler. I love it. Um, (laughs) However, there is this guy. We actually met last year at a school football game and hit it off. We exchanged Instas and have been on again, off again, texting for the better part of a year. I really like him, but so does basically every other girl in my grade. So far, I'm the only one to actually initiate contact, but it's still a little weird knowing all my friends are actively crushing on him too. Over the summer, we weren't communicating much, but on the third day of school, he came up to me in the hall and asked how I was doing. Our convo was relatively short, but it was nice to talk in person. I've spoken to him IRL before, just not in a while. Then a week later, I texted him at our first football game, not really expecting much, but wanting to talk anyway. When then, uh, we then texted for the better part of two hours. He left the game early. I know this may seem very cut and dry, but I'm a 15-year-old girl. I don't know what to do next. I know it's high school, so it's likely nothing will come of it, but I like this guy and I'm confused on how to proceed. Do I dare try and take our relationship to the next level or do I need to wait longer? This is all especially confusing considering the dance looming large in my future. I really hope you guys get to my email. Either way, thank you so much for your amazing podcast, which inspires me to be a strong and better person each and every day. Also, if possible, I'd really like to hear Miles and Rainey weigh in on this. I'm a huge Miles Nation fan and wish him all the best becoming a dad. Thanks so much, confused high school girl. Thanks for being a soldier of the nation out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number one, I just want to point out to this girl, if you don't, if you aren't thinking about a career in journalism or writing, absolutely start focusing on that. Like literally reading this email is like, you are very good at writing. You are very good at telling a compelling story with the points that need to be told in like a nice, all the grammar, my grammar, my periods, punctuation, not even that good. So number one, ditch the guys, start writing. (laughs) Yeah. Number two, (laughs) bring yourself back to when you were 15, Becky. 15 year old Becky. Yeah, 15 year old Becky. So hot. What would 15 year old Becky do? She was so hot. She was so hot. Her brain. What would 15 year old Becky do in this situation? Oh my God. Um, uh, I don't know. 
Honestly, I mean, that's why you. she's emailing Becky. I get it. I get not it. Not for girl. you to say, I don't know. 15 year old <laughs> Becky, probably. I was a, I think I was a pretty direct child. Um, but I did like to go the sneaky back, like back door, backside routes where mm. I would be like, oh. Pass a note. Well, if I, yeah, or like talk, to, the, talk to his friends, be like, oh, what's up with this or what's up? Mm. Or just tell him like, I think you're cute one day, you know? Ooh. <laughs> Rainy is appalled. Rainy, what would you do? Rainy, what would 15 year old Rainy do? audibly gasped at me what 15 year old lady do i'm I'm inspired by that i wish i feel like at this point in my life i still wouldn't be able to do that so i think what i would do is go to the dance do my makeup perfect and sort of just track him around the room i love this (laughs) yes yes so would you ever make contact or is it just like a joe from you situation where you are standing across the room kind of keeping your peepers peeled i you know i'd probably i'd probably go up to him once and be like oh my gosh how are you like blah, 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 and see sort of just put out feelers see what he says and hopefully the song changes right as i talk to him mm. but you can't control that i wouldn't be like going to the dj booth and be like in five minutes play this song and then going to <laughs> yeah. like jump his bones <laughs> do you do you wish you did well, I think I'm just like even thinking about this now. I'm like nervous about. <laughs> you're getting physical. Yeah, you're getting physical anxiety. You can definitely yeah. see it. She's having flashbacks. Her body remembers. Her yeah, body remembers. I just am like literally worst case scenario is just like him being like what, like that would be what I was really scared of. Okay, or being like. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to be leading you on. Like, mm. that, like, makes my stomach drop. Uh, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. yeah. Miles, what would you do? You got to go for it. <laughs> you got to go. Yeah, I'm a big advocate of people getting their feelings hurt. Oh. And get and going for it. And yeah. I think it's healthy mm. and good to be like, I'm putting myself out here 100% fully fledged. Even yeah. if you get your feelings hurt. Because then you'll at least know and to me, the coolest thing is being like, look, <laughs> this is who I am, baby. And then <laughs> even if they're like, oh, I'm actually good. And you're like, I don't even care because that's how cool and chill I am. Mm-hmm. That I, you can, mm-hmm. you, that I, I mm-hmm. let you know, like, yeah, I like you. But like, if you don't like me back, then like hit the, hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. Hit the, the bricks, bricks pal. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need you. Yeah. He's like, give it, give it also, back. <laughs> oh, here's the thing though. I think it's so fun to have a crush. And as soon as he, you know, mm-hmm. as soon as you get the answer, he's no longer a crush, then it's just a situation. It's so a if bummer. If you want to keep daydreaming, keep fantasizing, the it's best a bummer, thing you can do. but yeah. I, I I know in your heart that you'll find another one to start oh, yeah. crushing. You'll get on. another crush. Yeah. You'll get another crush. Another crush. Yeah, I have one crush true. when you can have five crushes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the other thing too that we could learn from our experience is that when you're older and you look back on it, it's going to feel like nothing. Like, you know what I mean? It's going to be such like a eons. small moment uh-huh. in your past. So it might feel like really like you have a lot of anxiety about it now or that it's like a really big deal. But when you look back on it, when you're older and look back on it, you're like, oh yeah, that happened. It's yeah. a thing. And I feel like on. the more that you do it, you know? the easier it becomes to be like, hey, I like you. Okay, you know, fine. Okay, next person. Next. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Next. Next. And like literally the worst thing that like, the worst case scenario is what he tells all his friends. They pull a prank at the dance and put pig's blood on you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, Becky, whoa, whoa, Becky, whoa. Wow. 
Big words. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Don't worry. I feel like, and Carrie ended like well, I think. I think it worked out. <laughs> I really can't remember. What do you think about, about a great friends? Right? All of her friends are also crushing on him. Oh. So yeah. it means he's like mm. high, he's he's a high value male. Yeah. As we say. Oh my God. <laughs> high value. Like a piece of stuff. Like, like a little treat. Like the pig. Like he's, he's a, a cow. <laughs> like he's a cow. A cattle. You got to put your mark on him. It's like a TikTok oh. thing, but mm. high value like, male. <laughs> That's some like weird it's pickup really artist shit. Yeah. Well, it's like guys on TikTok are guys on TikTok are like, well, I'm a high value male because I have a job and like live not at my parents' house, and then like drew <laughs> I live up while not at my parents' house, <laughs> at my grandparents'. I'm house. a high value male. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's like a holdover from pickup culture. Uh, yeah, which is bad, and we do not stand. No, yeah. nobody should neg anyone. I mean, I no negging. Though, if you're if you're texting him for two hours, that's a that's a good sign, but it's not. You're not in the clear necessarily. Mm. Yeah, like there's mm-hmm. there could be different reasons for texting for two hours. Yeah, yeah. I would say also like, did she hook up with any of, or did he hook up with any of her friends, or is everyone just got a crush? So I feel like if everyone just has a crush, like. You win by dating him, basically, right? You win the crush. Mm-hmm. But like, if one of your friends had like made out with him or something, I would be like, ooh, no, no smoochy sisters or anything, yeah. you know? <laughs> smoochy sister. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever smooched someone one of your friends dated? A crossover smooch? Yeah. I've crossover smooched. Mm-hmm. For no. sure. For sure. I haven't, no. no. I can't say I have. Oh, only the people who went to school for theater, I see. <laughs> I mean that is. Apt, I see what though. we did, but also like I don't. I don't know. I think that I, I my rule with this stuff is like there's right ways to do wrong things. So like if you want to hook up with somebody that your <laughs> friend has dated, then there's a right way to be like, hey, look, like I am interested in this. I know this is a little uncomfortable, but like would it be okay if I took this person to coffee? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That's but like so the hurt. wrong way to do and it. And they're like, like no. And then you're like, okay, well, like that, fe- like, I don't know. I, I'm really like, and I think that there's ways to get around like weird <laughs> friendship stuff. The wrong way to do it's probably like, oh yeah, at some party I'm wasted and like you were upset about it and I made out with your ex. Mm. But it's like, there's nice ways to do things that are deemed blanketed wrong and toxic. Well, I love that, Miles. That was really good advice. Yeah. We stand emotional intelligence on here. We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to get there in high school. But it is. It, it, there is. There are exceptions. So, How would you ask him? Mm. Ask him to go to the dance or ask him to, oh, how to ask him to go to the dance? I don't even know that you need to. Yeah. Show up to the dance. What's up? You're my date up. now. Hey, baby. What up? <laughs> but what happens if he asks somebody else? I think you should. she should she, ask. I, I think so, too. I think yeah. just continue talking to him and his friends until he's like, okay, it, this feels right. I should ask this person to the dance. That's what I would do. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm really worried. I guess you could say, could we go as friends? Oh, good idea. And like, yeah. See how that segues. Friends yeah. that freaking kiss. That's smooth. <laughs> friends that kiss. Yeah. I would just be like, are you going to the dance? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about going too. This is good, Becky. <laughs> this is a good strategy. This is yeah, a good strategy. Good. This yeah. is a really good strategy. Thank you so much. Are you going? Yeah, I was, I gonna go. was thinking about going too. Um, yeah, I was thinking about going. <laughs> I think it would be really cool if we went together. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Wow. This, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a really good strategy, yeah. and I think also just yeah, you have to. It's tough because being confident. <clears throat> the hardest part is just like you have to be confident. Yeah. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Fake yeah. it till you make it. Fake for sure. What's wrong with being 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or you could try out like polyamory and do like you and all of your girlfriends that have a crush on this guy and be like, you all, should they we all be all his date? date? Oh. Should we all date? This sounds like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds should like I write a it? good high should school I write movie, honestly. Movie? Yes. What if we all take him? What if we all <laughs> took him to the dance? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I can't believe you did that. I can see the trailer now. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Great. Dunzo. Dunzo. Yeah, girl, just ask him. Be chill. And, you know, it might be sad, but also it might be great. Might be great. You'll never know unless you try. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys, this next one seems specifically targeted at me. It's labeled cat tension. Oh, Uh, cat tension. As the only cat owner in the room. Are you being real, Miles? I was being real. Ah, I was in Miles' be real. You all are obsessed with be real. (laughs) Fantasy life. Be real, Matt. Fantasy life. All right. Hi, ladies and Matt. I love your podcast and I love feeling like I have five besties with me at all times. I am in a debacle with my roommates and in need of some advice. Mm. I was driving back from Walgreens to pick up medicine. I had COVID at the time. (gasps) So sorry. Hope you're feeling better. And I found a kitten wandering on the side of the street. Oh, of course I had to go grab her. She had no tags. She wasn't chipped. I took her back to my apartment and was excited to show my roommates my new furry friend. They all fell in love with her immediately, and I called my mom to tell her of my new pet. I've been wanting a furry friend for about a year now, and I felt like this kitten was the universe's way of saying it's time. Over the past few days, I noticed something. One of my roommates has taken dominance over my kitten. She keeps acting like it's hers, and anytime I try to take care of the kitten, she takes over. She keeps talking about how my kitten belongs to everyone in the apartment. We all have to agree on a name and how we all take responsibility for her. This includes basic things like feeding her, but also splitting the bill for vet appointments, cat food, etc. Personally, I don't want to financially support a cat that isn't 100% mine. I don't think it's fair to ask my roommates to help pay for pay for her or help clean up her messes. It also worry, worries me when it's time to move out. It's going to cause confusion about who gets to keep the cat, and it'll end in a big fight. I love this little baby, and I'm in a place in my life where I'm mental, mentally, physically, and financially capable of caring for a pet. My question to you all is how do I bring this up to my roommate? Am I an asshole for wanting to keep the cat that I found? My roommates would reap the benefits of having a kitty, but I would be responsible for taking care of her and replacing anything she damages. Mm. I'm also not planning on living with these roommates again. So if the situation did cause a scene, it would only be temporary. I've never had a serious problem with a roommate and I am des- in desperate need of advice. Thanks for your help. Wow. That's your cat. <sighs> I yeah. feel like don't that's, let anyone take your cat from you. I feel like that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like just have an open conversation about like, hey, we should talk about like if one of us were to move out, like who gets the cat? I feel like because I found the cat and I am financially ready and responsible, like this cat should be my, like I'm happy to uh, get get help from you guys raising this cat, but we need to have some, a little bit of boundaries just to make sure that the cat's well taken care of and it's not like something messy if something were to happen. Well, even in her, this last little thing where she was like, I would be responsible. You get all the benefits of the cat, but I'm going to be responsible. This is my cat. I'm going to take it to the vet. Right. I'm going to replace anything it damages. Right. You guys can if still have a pet. Get a cat. Yeah. If you want to get your own cat. You can have two cats in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a roommate, my first roommate out of college. We were friends in college and then we moved in together a couple months after college into the city mm-hmm. and we moved in just the two of us in a 500 square foot apartment. Um, shockingly had two bedrooms in it, uh, barely. And we only had enough room for a love seat in the living room, not even a full couch could fit. 
And about two months into living together, she comes home with a cat. Mm. Oh, dang. And she was like, I've always wanted to adopt a cat. I This is going to be great. Reminding everyone I do have cat allergies. You do. <laughs> Pretty badly. I was like, oh, I wish we could have chatted about this before. Yeah. Um, but I did love that kitty cat. Um, but if you're someone who never wanted a cat, like if there's one roommate that was like not fine with the cat, they're not going to want that cat. Right. You know what I mean? Like sh- things change. Mm-hmm. It was definitely more of the cat was really cute and I loved him, but he was also like a nuisance. <laughs> and like, I didn't love all the extra responsibilities that I got. Like when she was out of town and be like, Oh, could you feed Jack Jack? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, but he's not mine. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't involved in asking for him. Right. So I feel like with her, since all of her roommates do, that's great. Want the cat. It's probably gonna be like a, Good situation. Right. Again, they get all the benefits of having the cat that they wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They don't have to pay for it. I think maybe she could talk about her expectation. (laughs) Like, I got this cat. I found this cat and I came home with the expectation that it was my cat. Mm -hmm. And I was taken aback that you thought it was your cat. Yeah. Maybe they could do like a roommate meeting Mm -hmm. and say like, we love this cat. I love that everyone loves this yeah. cat, but I just really want to make it clear that, you know, she is mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I lo- I'd love to hear your ideas on names. And, uh, you know, if you want to help with anything, that's wonderful. But I do want to make it very clear, this is my cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are they going to put all their names on the adoption form? Yeah. yeah. Take to the vet. Oh. Yeah. There has, to be, there has to be someone who is in charge of yeah. the cat. That's your cat, girl. Because then. Fight for it. Yeah. Get Becky. Fight for it. The kitten loves Fight you. For the cat. Fight, for, Fight the cat. for the kitten. Fight for the kitten. Also, like, Fight if for your right to keep. What I did when we moved in, when that cat came in, I was like, okay, well, yeah, since you brought a cat in the house, the litter box can go in your bedroom. Ooh, burn. Is where I, I was like, I'm not. I was like, I'm not. We have one closet between the two of us. <laughs> Ew. And a bathroom that has like five feet for a shower in it. I was like, I'm not no. going to be stepping over literal cat shit all day. No. no. So that was our like roommate agreement that mm. we came to. It was like, okay, the cat can stay, but the litter and the food and stuff need to be in your room because yeah. it's stinky. Yeah. It smells like cat food. It smells like cat food. And cat food, you know what? Doesn't smell good. <laughs> I'll tell you, you never get used to it. No, I'm sure. You never get used to it. Meow. Meow. Are there any more? Or did we, did we get through them all? Oh, do the chronic pain one for Maggie. Okay. That's a sweet one. Hi, everyone. First of all, I want to say that I'm a big fan. It's so refreshing to hear female voices in my predominantly male YouTube and podcast space. Hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this is mainly a question for Maggie. Hey. So others are more than welcome to give input as well. My boyfriend of three years has Schuerman's. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Has I don't know. Schuerman's okay. disease, which is a form of chronic pain in his back, basically the rounding of his spine. I realized the other day that I didn't really know how to respond to him when he made a joke about it. I think it's because I'm so used to sharing so many of our unique qualities neurodiversity, queer, etc., that I hadn't stopped to think about things just impacting him. And I'm actively trying to be more empathetic and understanding. I don't know a lot about chronic pain. My only reference to it is Zach. Mm-hmm. So I thought I should ask Maggie, how as a partner do you support someone living with chronic pain? We don't live together yet. So much I can do in that regard, but still curious to hear your thoughts. Mm. 
And Maggie, so you started dating. You didn't start out living together, much like they didn't start out no. living together. Yeah. And he went on his chronic pain journey kind of while you were together. He yeah. didn't really know that so. aspect of himself until you were together. Mm. Yeah. What was that like? I think when I started picking up on some like abnormal tendencies, probably like a year in, I remember Zach taking just like so much ibuprofen every single night to go to bed. And I'm like, mm. huh, that is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And he had told me that, you know, doctors always said that it was just related to my posture and my age and just to do stretches and work out. Cause like, I don't look like a fit man, I guess. Mm. So just to do that. And then I think he had a physical once or twice when we were together. And I was like, you should just ask them for like a referral to a specialist. And then finally he did get diagnosed, but it is, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your partner. It is really hard to have a partner who struggles with pain just because, yeah. I mean, it just, there's some days that are really great. And then another day he can wake up and it's, he's just in a lot of pain and it's just hard to see someone you love experience that. I think that a way you can support him is just kind of listening and making sure he has all the resources available to him. Um, Zach also has other friends with chronic pain that he kind of talks to, which has mm. been beneficial. Cause there's some things like, even though I do work in healthcare, there's a lot of things that I don't understand just not experiencing chronic right. pain myself. Mm -hmm. So making sure he has like a community that he can talk to. Um, and then just supporting him to take as good of care of himself when possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think those are like the big things and just advocating for him. If you notice that he's not sleeping as much as he should, I, you don't want to be like, you don't want to parent your partner either, but yeah. just making sure that like, if there's anything that you can do to make their lives a little easier, like sometimes I'll meal prep for Zach or like, I'll go to the grocery store for him when he has like a very long week filming or shooting and just kind of being a resource for them. Yeah. Mm. But it's a journey. It's like there are, months where it's really hard and then there's there's months where it's tolerable so mm. just knowing that and maybe if you have someone else who in your family or your friend group that sim that suffers from a similar situation you can kind of talk to them and see like what's helped their partner or their family member is also really helpful wow yeah yeah the so sweet maggie Thanks. Such sweet advice. I hope that helps. Such sweet advice. I know. Just hang in there. I know it's hard. <clears throat> yeah. What advice do you have for her, like, for the future? For the future. <clears throat> yeah, because she's, let's see, I think she said three years. Yeah. So you and Zach started. We moved into it. And you, noticed, you noticed something odd. You moved in, what, two years in? Three years in? I think three years in, because I moved to two or three different apartments. Mm. Do you have any tips for her moving in? Yeah. Yeah. For like moving stuff or. Oh yeah. If you can get someone to assist you guys with moving, that would be helpful, especially mm -hmm. with someone with back chronic yeah. pain issues. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes chronic pain just affects someone in like their finger or in their toes. But like if you can get family members to help you, if you're um, fortunate enough to hire some movers, that always helps. Setting your home up in a comfortable way for him also helps just like setting your kitchen up um, to make it easier to kind of get things. Mm -hmm. um, what else? I would assume doing like little chores would be helpful. Like if yeah. you have, sounds like she said her partner has like back issues. So like dishes. Yeah. Staying on top of yeah. chores. If you have like a couple of things you want to like tackle on a week, just so things don't pile up. Yeah. How do you toe the line of being mm. like 
parenty or too hands on. I and know being it's too hands off and being like you're a grown man, right? Like, it's your own hard. Person, it's but really also, hard. Like, I want to help you, and I know I can. You know, it's really hard. I feel like I feel like I can. Fortunately, Zach, a lot has come within him just because he feels so poorly some days. Mm. So like, I don't have to do too much. But maybe being an advocate, being if they're having a a chronic pain flare and you notice you're not you're like you're not sleeping so good like what can we do to kind of help you sleep better is it maybe we need like to get another pillow or things like that but Mm -hmm. just kind of being like a go-to person that they can confide into what i like you said is helping Mm -hmm. reinforce the positive behaviors that help yeah with their condition Mm -hmm. yeah like working out or eating healthy because i know zach had to be vegan for a while Mm -hmm. so you know, helping with those vegan meals or maybe going vegan with him for, you know, yeah, things like that. Yeah. I think showing in solidarity. Yeah. Yeah. And on the flip side of that coin, how do you, um, how do you ask for support when you need it, when you're seeing your partner going through something difficult? Mm. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. Like, do you ever feel like, oh, well I can't ask him to do this because he's having a bad flare day or, oh yeah. You know, things like that. Ugh. It's definitely tough. I think that our only like <clears throat> not disagreements like sometimes he has a hard time verbalizing Mm. like what's going on with him Mm. he just tells me like I feel poor and I'm like okay can you tell me a little bit more about that because like I don't know what you're feeling right now and like Mm. what it could be related to like Mm -hmm. is it your back this week is it your hips this week like I really need you to kind of pay attention to like what you think is going on sometimes it's just like, okay, I was shooting all day or I was like hunched over and without a recipe for like hours on end. I think it's related to that. Mm-hmm. Like that's more information. Okay, what can we do? What about you? Oh, for me. What about when you need support? When <laughs> I need support. How do you ask? For your, your mental health. For your mental health. Yeah. How do you talk to your partner who has chronic pain mm. in a way that makes you feel like you're supported when you're struggling with something? Even though you don't have chronic pain, you still have struggles in life. And oh, yeah. You know, things that you deal with. So do you ever feel like a guilt or a push and pull or is it just the normal sort of tightrope of a relationship? Mm. I feel like Zach is so supportive emotionally Mm -hmm. that we don't, I don't really think about if there's like a certain or specific way that I advocate for myself because he's always pretty good about checking in. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I guess having like an open line of communication on like what you're experiencing, I don't think I've ever felt guilt about having a bad day just because Mm -hmm. Zach has chronic pain and I don't, Mm -hmm. fortunately. You're like, I have pain too. I have pain. My back hurts (laughs) too. I have poor posture and like I do, like sometimes Zach kind of jokes around because like my posture, my posture sometimes leads to upper back pain and he's like, you can't have chronic, you can't have back pain. That's my thing. (laughs) <laughs> that's my thing that's a good um because she was talking about she didn't know how to joke with him because mm. it's something mm. that they don't share but it seems like they share a lot of other qualities so do you find humor is helpful oh in, yeah like dealing with it yeah wherever you see appropriate like whatever you're comfortable with obviously yeah mm-hmm. but or is it like a i can make fun of my mom but you can't make fun of my mom kind of situation, <laughs> you know what i mean i mean yeah. i would hope no i mean other other people make fun of zach's break, achy breaky back too but his yeah, crippling bonitis bonitis mm. yeah but i guess it just it's like an individual like some people are yeah. more they you love humor zach right loves comedy so yeah. i think that's something that he really goes to and defaults too when he's mm-hmm. dealing with a hard time. No. 
All good advice. Great question, yeah, though. That was good advice. There's been yeah. a lot of people in my DMs after like a lot of Zach's videos come out asking, and I'll reply on there. So thanks mm. for asking that on the podcast. I don't think I've ever answered that publicly. Mm. So mm. yeah, that's a really good question. Good question. Good answer. Thank yeah. you. You're right, ladies. Definitely. Round of applause. <laughs> Definitely. Yay. Yay. <laughs> And Maggie, that was actually such a good answer that you've killed this podcast. Um, we have to cut it off there because no uh, advice could be better than the advice you just wow. gave. Wow. Wow. Nothing we could say could be so Crush sincere it. and so beautiful as how you put it. Thank you. Our little angel, Margaret. Wow. I feel so Marge. today. Marge. Marge. Margie. Wow. Um, guys, all these questions were absolutely phenomenal. Yes. We love, constantly love hearing from you. Um, at loved the, as Maggie said, nobody's really ever asked that on the podcast before yep. about chronic pain. So mm -hmm. if you have more, you know, we all have stuff that's more serious than jokey, jokey relationship Truth. stuff. Yeah. So you're welcome to send us more serious questions if you want. But where also can they you, where can they send the questions? You to can send it. You can send it with us pod at gmail.com. Well, podcast pod. Pod. You can sit with us, pod, pod at gmail.com. Gmail Thank you. Um, until next time, you guys, thanks for always sitting with us. Send us more questions. We'll try to check in more regularly. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you guys next time. Wash your hands. Wash your face. Uh, vote. Wash your face. That's a new one. Um, yeah. Keep up to date on the news uh, of the world. <laughs> and Support local business. Support local businesses. Yeah. Yeah, support your friends, support your families, support each other. And just be nice. Support your dogs, support your cats. Be nice. And treat people with kindness, yeah. as a wise man once said. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. <laughs> we love you, Harry. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.